Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Coastable. We're on episode 32. Just a quick reminder, we're on all major streaming platforms, so make sure you rate and subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram and Twitter under the at Coastable podcast handle. It's been a minute since we've done an episode, which is kind of crazy to think about because we've been honestly really good about it, and we've been trying so hard to keep up with the episodes, but it's been really tough. Yeah, uh, life on the road has been... Well, first off, where are you right now? I am in Salt Lake City, um, Utah. So, never been here before. I've been staying in downtown. I love it. I mean, I think it's cool. The only thing that sucks is right now, they're kind of having this after um, effect of the forest fires that have been happening in California and like, all the, I guess, I don't know, I guess where, wherever else it's happening, but they have a lot of the after smoke of that. So it's kind of hard to see like the mountains or whatever. I mean, I personally can still see them, but apparently they're more clear and vivid than they currently are. Is but, it messing with like, is it messing with like your breathing or anything and all that smoke out there? Yeah. They're saying that it's messing with my breathing. So if I sound a little nasally and sound like if I cough here and there randomly, it's cause I'm apparently I'm I'm in hell. So <laughs> it's not COVID though, right? <laughs> it's not COVID. It's not COVID. Uh, yeah. Since you since you ask, I, I am I'm in Seattle right now. You know, one where, of your, where are you? Right, right, right. Oh, right, oh right. thank you for asking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in uh, Seattle, 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 Washington. It's probably my third, second or third time here. Okay. Which is cool. I mean, you know, I'm staying by the airport, and I'm not doing the whole tourist thing. Right now, you're like over it. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm or over just, it, but I mean, I've been, been here been before. There. Yeah, yeah I've I mean, been have here. you? If you've never been to Seattle, I, I love Seattle. Um, it's atmosphere. I'm, I'm, I've always wanted to live in a city that infuses itself with nature, and I feel like Seattle is like one of those cities that describes that. Chicago is another one that I can think of from the top of my head. California, you know, so just cities that I would really like to live in that I feel really incorporate nature really well into their you know way of life so anyway really love seattle if you haven't gone it's definitely a great place to go visit so i think we need to keep talking about how we haven't recorded an episode in like two weeks and and here's why um plain and simple we're fucking busy um, <laughs> literally all the time so that actually kind of leads us to our big announcement that we teased about earlier last week and so this will be our final episode i'm just cutting throat cutthroat like just yeah just the last episode yeah this is the last episode so big big announcement how do you feel about that well last episode for the season right Right, for the season, yeah, of course. Okay, oh, I forget to mention like, that part? Yeah, you, I was waiting for you to like mention it. Yeah, for the season. Um, yeah, I think it's best that we kind of take a little break, only because, I mean, we're constantly running around, flying everywhere. Um, and, and I know you and I, we try to coordinate. I know one week I'm like, hey, are we ta- do I need to take my mic this week? Or are we leaving mm-hmm. it behind? So It's, it's difficult. Just, yeah, it adds on to our luggage that we are only we're limited to only take one carry-on bag. We can't check mm-hmm. anything in, so that makes it harder. The mic does take up some room, honestly. Yeah, but even aside from that, though, for me, it's just the fact that we're we're so tired by the end of the week, and you know, and then on top of that, you know, we're we're just juggling work and mm-hmm. life, and so it's just been a lot. Um, but 
regardless i mean it is a great a great moment for us to, to pause and kind of recollect um you know our life and our experiences with this job and when we come back we're going to be all refreshed and ready to go for another ep- another season um and, it's and been the, fun the thing, though I, it I is can't. fun the thing about the thing about it is like it does take some work to to bring out a new episode every week. I mean, we start to it sit down, and brainstorm, work, yeah. right? And it's not just sitting down and start talking like out out of you know out of our ass and just get a topic out there. Yeah, we're not it, that talented. Like we have no. to break things down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, it's gonna be. We're gonna have a better, a good season two coming up. We're gonna have better, uh, more material, more more things mm-hmm. to talk about. And uh, you know, this podcast is based on uh, current events and life experience. Experiences, so right. that kind of gives us time to actually let life happen, let some things happen yeah. to us, so that way we can talk about it. Yeah, um, I think we're planning on picking up the show back in September, possibly um, October. I don't know. We'll see. Yep. Um, we'll play it by ear, but yeah, we'll definitely keep an ear ear out for for our new episodes that will be coming in season two. So I couldn't think of a better way, and I think you agreed with me when it came to this, uh, to finish this episode than to discuss something that has been just eating me up inside. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you feel the same way, but I know I certainly have felt this way um, the past couple of m- two months that I've that we haven't done an episode. Um, <laughs> but two months. Um, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But um, it's been it's relevant as is relevant as fuck right now, and mm-hmm. I feel like our Kosovo fans will appreciate our, our our own twist to the story, and that is the story of Britney Spears' conservatorship. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. been wild for Britney. It's been a wild ride. So we've all witnessed it. <laughs> literally, the the world is watching, and even if you're a person who does not care about Britney or her music you know in a sense what's happening to her i mean i've having conversations with people who are like 50 about what's happening to britney spears Mm -hmm. so i mean everyone and anyone who doesn't live under a rock knows about this so if you don't know you're about to find out and it and it's interesting like don't steer away just because we're talking about a celebrity no like it's so it's what's happening to her and why it's happening to her and whether or not it's justified right and so we're, we're putting our own uh obviously kosovo twist to this and so just to jump into it her father jamie spears gained conservatorship of britney's life and career back in 2008 so to the date i think it's been 13 years since this nightmare began for her so it's been a long yeah. time for her. And um, by the way, if you don't know what a conservatorship is, so this in the eyes of the Californian courts is issued when in a situation where a judge feels like the conservator, the sorry, the conservatee, so in this case, Britney Spears, is not capable of taking care of herself or himself uh, financially or logically. So therefore, an organization or persons, in this case, Jamie Spears and lawyers, are appointed as their conservator. Did you get all that? Okay. Yeah, from processing. Processing. Okay. Okay. So, what okay, did you understand from that? What did you understand? <laughs> basically, from that? basically, if someone who is not mentally capable of taking care of themselves, you know, in a, themselves uh, physically and financially, then someone is appointed. Typically, if you have a lot of money, I mean, someone's there to take care of your, you know, your your estate, your hard earned uh, success. Yes, and it's and it's all done because they feel like you can't 
do it yourself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I thought about this and it's, and it's crazy when you really do put it into perspective as far as your own life and just thinking about, cause I mean, I put myself in that, in her shoes. God, I mean, I am you not. You shaved your head? You shaved your head and. I did not. Like, I did not. I didn't shave my head. I didn't do any of that. So yes, there is that. Um, and so I understand why you bring it up, but the idea of being in a situation where somebody is literally controlling your entire life. I think that we take for granted how we're able to make decisions for ourselves in ways that I guess we don't ever have to worry about, right? We never think about mm -hmm. the decisions that we make, like what we put and in, put into our bodies, like where, yeah. you know, how we choose to eat, how we choose to act and behave right um and or just or just even that just going to go get something to eat we don't even think about it we just got our keys and go we don't right, have to exactly, report to right. anybody and it could be something super crazy and bizarre like you're at the wrong place at the wrong time and you go to prison and now your choices are on me being made for you or something as simple as you know um we it's you know you're just somebody who is being controlled by somebody else because maybe it's toxic or you're in a in the, one of those kinds of relationships or what have you right um mm -hmm. and it's and it's sad too because you think about it um in in a sense that is i've and i've just thought about i mean this whole situation and how this kind of plays into our day-to-day -day lives i am not a woman but i know that that the country um, itself, like when you think about presidents, one of the things that women fear and think about the most is how they see the right to abort when you need to, right? Or feel right, like you yeah. need to. And that that and that's a huge like topic in itself, right there. Mm -hmm. it, it is, and I'm sure it's one that we can get into at some point, you know. But to think about the level of, of power that somebody can have over you is a scary thought. And so mm -hmm. it's, it's just sad to me that there are people whose lives are controlled by their parents so much so that it just kind of dictates the way that you choose to behave because of it. So it becomes more like a culture thing where you can't be or do what you want to do because of the fear that has been inflicted into you because of social pressures or religion. Um, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, definitely. Like, go on, elaborate. Um, so, I just I thought about a specific example with with a friend, friends of of mine, who have now become friends of yours, and I love them, and so I hope they don't mind me sharing this specific story. If you know them well enough, you know what I'm talking about. But if you you probably don't, um, which is fine, which is why I chose to speak about them. But they're you know they're happily married now but they had to go through quite a lot of secrecy and a lot of running around circles and hurdles to get to where they are now which is a happily married couple but they mm -hmm. had to go through a lot to get there they definitely felt a lot of social pressure and a lot of family background or faith pressure uh, you know cultural differences um faith as in religion and all that stuff their their backgrounds were so opposite of of each other that in their culture it was a big deal it, it's a big problem and it caused for them to have to keep their relationship honestly a secret they were together for a few years before they even announced it to their family members 
So as oh, in wow. their parents, right? Yeah. So it was that big of a deal. And what's crazy to me thinking about all of this as is at the end of this whole situation, and specifically my, my guy friend in this scenario is atheist. So okay. doesn't even and believe in God if you don't know what atheist is. It's somebody who does not believe in God. So does not believe in God, but pretended to be religious and believed um, or, or I guess persuaded his family members and his parents to believe that he is a person, a man of God, because of his parents. Yeah, that's to yeah, make that's, them happy. That's a lot. Yeah, right. So, and and so there goes a sense of control, is what I'm talking about, right? And I don't mm-hmm. think we realize how much we allow ourselves to be controlled by someone else's standards or someone else's See, it, point of views. And it, it's it because I was trying to figure out like I don't know if I know anyone of my like my friends or family in that situation, but I, I had to think back to there was a time when I used to work at a bank. One of my many jobs that I had in the past, mm-hmm. um, I worked with these two brothers, and they told me that they were their parents had do already had arranged marriages for them. Now the older brother, he was okay with it. He was just kind of just going like really passive and like it didn't face him any. He's like, okay, whatever it is, mm-hmm. what it is. Now the younger brother, who he is uh, slightly a little older than I am, he didn't want to get married. He mentioned to me that he had only met his future wife maybe a handful of times. He could probably count one hand. I think how, how many times she's, he's met her, okay. and he did, he didn't have a choice in this marriage but since it was already arranged for him before he was probably even in grade school Mm -hmm. it it was going to get done so fast forward yes they did get married and i ran into him a couple of years back at a at a bar somewhere and i asked him hey how's you know you know your general catching up how are you doing how's everything going and you know he um the question came up was like hey so how's how's your wife and kids because i still have them on facebook so I know he's still he was still married. He's like, oh, you know, kind of just brush it off, like, yeah, they're you know they're good, they're home. But yeah. he was like full blown party mode, and I'm like, all right, I mean, where's your wife and kid? I mean, wife mm-hmm. and kids. So I guess I don't know if he still harnessed that same mentality where it's not what he wanted, but he's gonna make sure his family's taken care of while mm-hmm. still doing what he wants to do, which. I mean, at that point, I mean, what do you do in a situation? What would you do in that situation if, you know, you are already arranged to be married to someone and you have no control over that? I mean, it's hard to answer that question because I'm not in that situation. But and it's really hard for me to be like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, just do what Mm -hmm. makes you happy, blah, blah, blah. Because I did have that conversation with my friend. And, you know, but I, I, I don't it's just it comes back to that. That pressure of this is what you have to do but that's how i feel he felt like like he had to do this to make his parents happy and so it and and by no means is it the same i guess situation in the sense that britney literally by law cannot make decisions for herself which is awful but it just really put me to think about, placed me in the situation of like, what would I do in that in that scenario? Like, mm-hmm. and the closest thing that I could think about was just these these situations where, even though there are no legal uh, boundaries that you know define how we have to behave, act, and do, um, you know, a day to day kind of thing, 
we still do it to ourselves and if not kind of have to deal with other uh, pressures sometimes religious sometimes cultural um but this is still something that that happens that i think we just take our our free will for granted sometimes and so mm-hmm. yeah so just to kind of move forward with everything did you have anything else you wanted to add before i keep going no no go ahead Okay, so before, so on June 23rd, 2021, Britney Spears finally had the opportunity to speak to the courts about what she thought about her conservatorship and everything that has been going on since it happened. So it was a big deal. This was a really big moment in this situation because it really allowed for everyone to finally get an inside um, scoop of what it was that Brittany was feeling throughout this whole situation. So she speaks to the, the courts and expresses how she wants this nightmare to stop. She desires it to end. She says, I'm not here to be anyone's slave and pleads uh, for about, you know, 20 minutes to Judge Penny, who is in, who's a judge of, of this conservatorship, uh, about her it, throughout her testimony that, you know, she was just forced to keep working, that she's been forced to keep working, that believes her father and her team should be in jail, that she wants to see her family and she's not allowed to get married or have any more children, including removing her IUD. So, yeah, that's, that's that. pretty messed up. I mean, yeah, I mean, there someone is preventing her from literally living her life or preventing her from having any kids if she even wants to. That's that's pretty messed up. Yeah. And also I, I don't know if i don't know if i'm mistaken or not but or how up to date i am with this whole story but um i don't know did she want the conservatorship to end or does she want to appoint yeah, someone to, other no, than no, she wants her dad? it to end period she okay. wants it to end period so that's clear that's she wants it to end period but if a conservatorship is going to continue she doesn't want her father to be a part of that okay then that's, that's where i was kind of confused on i couldn't i couldn't differentiate the two yeah and and you know what's bizarre about this whole situation too is i mean okay given she actually didn't have or hasn't had control of her you know her life and everything but since her conservatorship she still has accomplished so much Mm -hmm. um she's you know even after everything happened in 2008 when she first fell into this she came back with an hit album uh circus so circus was a really big album for her this was her comeback album and she began touring the world again landed appearances on television shows uh she um released uh, her seventh album in 2011 femme fatale i mean just became a judge on the x factor in 2012 secured a residency in las vegas in 2013 i mean this is britney fucking spears like even with a conservatorship, even with what seems like she's being forced to work, she's still accomplishing so much. Is her doing all this her on her own because she wants to do it? Or is she being, in, for lack of better words, a puppet in all this? I mean, is her dad the one pulling the strings and making her like dance this show for everyone? Yes, she did have those breakout um, records, but... Keep in mind, she also released a record on her own yeah. with her own money. Yeah, exactly. That tank. So, I and what album is that? Are you talking about? Uh, Radar, I think it was called. Radar. Exactly. Can you remember it? Shut <laughs> up. I don't know if that's real. Or not. I know there's. I know she had a song called Radar, but okay. um, 
but no i don't know like it's 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 just really sad to see her go through this like poster yeah. of what announcement in her life what, what i think is the most sad is the fact that yes she is a famous person but she's a person at and the end of the day yeah at the end of the day we think about her as britney spears the the pop icon but you're right like i think that's really important to mention is that regardless of her fame she's still a human being and the fact that it's sad that the fact that the media has put like her mental health out in the open they literally it, like fanned all of her dirty laundry out there like she had a mental breakdown in the public which granted that was her her breakdown that was what what it was uh well, yeah what this is kind of what started this whole thing mm-hmm. and in uh, that uh, that same year i think not even a year it was like maybe a month to two months she mm-hmm. went to through divorce uh lost uh the uh, not the rights but she lost the um to her children what's it called she, she uh God, she um, didn't she didn't lose custody of her children i don't think i don't think she, she did. did she did lose custody because uh yeah she lost custody i think it was like february i know she had to give them yeah i know she had to give them back to kevin federline for like a second but that was i think it was that was because she just didn't she didn't want to because at some point she lost custody of of her kids then she lost visitation rights and then she gets committed to a psych ward and that's just the first month and a half of 2008 Mm -hmm. that was that was a lot that was a crazy two months for her i mean that and was then crazy two months for her. Well, and then like now you go for, you go from this back in two thousand and eight to now where you have all these celebrities backing her quote unquote her you know hashtag free Britney which is awesome. I yeah. mean, I, I love the fact that everyone's coming together to help her out or try to help her out. You got people from like Paris Hilton, Miley Cyrus. I think even Kim Kardashian was quoted that she would help uh, with her uh, legal legal battle. But I'm like, oh, I don't know if you know this, but Kim Kardashian did. Uh, fail her bar exam but hey you know what that's neither here nor there she should probably just give the money to Britney Spears mm-hmm. to help her on the legal battle side yeah I don't know if it, it and the thing is like okay her money's being controlled too so it's like yeah how do we know she's getting the help that she needs like you know what I mean it's definitely mm-hmm. something that's so it's just so shitty like and on her um transcript from her last uh court hearing she was even saying that she is paying she's paying these people to control her life to make her do things she does not want to do which i mean can you imagine that that feeling it's like i'm giving um, let me give you this money to make me do something i don't want to do yeah that's it's that's like so messed up it's literally like okay it's like for example laws that force you to have children when even if you don't feel like you're in a good place to have children or whatever like i mean it just you have to pay that doctor bill no matter what yeah so yeah. it's just yeah it is it is very difficult it's the situation itself is one that's definitely ugh, just super questionable and you know what and like i cannot and, and it's kind of sad too because like i think about it i'm like damn like i basically have been willingly participating in the conservatorship of britney by like downloading all of those albums and like buying all of those songs on iTunes and what wow, have you whenever she was monster. going through her conservatorship. Yeah, I basically am like I'm a I'm a part so, of the problem. <laughs> so let let me ask you a question though. Um, yeah. Like, so you have to you have to stop and think. Had her I don't dad like to not do that? 
I know you don't, but I mean, just just <laughs> for the sake of argument, just think this time. So um, think about it. Like, had her dad not taken over essentially her life, do you think mm-hmm. Britney Spears would still be alive right now? I don't know. I think that's a shitty question to think about. Yeah, I mean, it, you, ha- you have to think about it, though, because keep in mind, when her family... No, no, wasn't- I'm not saying that... I'm not saying that it's... That's shitty of you, but it's true. Like, I don't know. It is a... It is a it's a... That's a full loaded question. Yeah, because, I mean, like, think about it. Like, Who's to say? Before her dad got involved, I mean, obviously reports were saying that her boyfriend at the time was drugging her and keeping her from her yeah, family. But again... I've- we don't know the whole full extent I feel of that like, story. Well, we don't, but I think at that point we're just playing God, you know, mm-hmm. by trying to ask questions like we just don't know the answer to, period. We will never know. Um, but what I will say is what I do know is that I cannot fucking wait for the big Hollywood movie that I know is going to come out about Britney <laughs> in her life. I mean, like, she's a fucking icon who's, like, unfortunately, for the worst reasons whose life is just so interesting because of everything that's happening to her. I mean, I don't think we've ever really seen in this magnitude, this level of of fame of in someone who's been in a conservatorship like this. I mean, at least not in modern day America with, right. when it comes to celebrities. So it's it's a really big deal. But here's what I have to say about this whole situation. No, I do not believe that Britney's in need of a conservatorship. Maybe at one point, I, I could have understood that a little bit more. And then, you know, we think about the question that you asked, like what, you know, what if she didn't go into a conservatorship? Like what could have happened? But at that point we are just playing God and we aren't that, you know, but um, I don't think she needs it anymore. I do not. I don't know mm-hmm. how you feel about that. Uh, I agree. Uh, I agree that she does not need it, but Again, I, I like to play the devil's advocate, as you know. You like to um, play God. You like devil's to play advocate. God. Devil's advocate. It's a good movie, though. But anyways, um, like, do you? Would you take someone off of conservatorship and let them live their life one hundred percent free, or would you slowly like start easing off these restrictions or whatever they have around? I think. Yeah. So if I had to, like, if I was a, you know. Uh, her conservator i think yeah it's definitely important to do it in steps like if if they felt like there was if they felt so strongly that there was a need to do this then there 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 definitely should be something in place to get her to that point of of freedom and making her own decisions and so on and so forth i think that is the ultimate goal with when you have a conservatorship but it is very difficult to legally get out of one. And so I think that at the end of the day, there has to be some legal process to get to that point to answer your right. question. <laughs> but do I feel like she's in, should be in that situation now? No. I, on the other hand, um, her social media account on Instagram is like just a, it's just cringy. It's cringy to watch <laughs> at times. And so, and, and so, yes, I'm on definitely Team Britney. I'm like, hashtag free Britney, bitch. But, like, she does still dress herself in this way that I just can't ignore. Like, it just doesn't feel wholesome to me. Mm-hmm. Like, there is something off about it. It almost feels like she's still trying to be that baby one more time, Britney, that when she was so young. Um, and, like, I genuinely feel sad about that when I see it because her account is just... It, it's. 
it's interesting to to know and it's interesting to watch but seriously even if you're not a fan of britney as i said before but her account is just it's just it's different and and one minute she breaks on an ankle during one of her videos and she still decides to <laughs> Dude, post it on instagram i don't know why yeah that shit looked i saw that video that shit looked painful yes I was like, what the I'm like, fuck? why did you decide to post that on Instagram? But anyway, the next she's taking her, you know, uh, pictures of her braless. And I don't know. It's just, it's, you tell me what you think. You see it. There, you watch there's it. A new, there's, a, there's a new post uh, that came out two or three days ago. I don't know if you, uh, she's, uh, you mentioned the post where she's braless and they show her back. Mm-hmm. There's another new post that she that she put on there where she's actually facing the camera and she's topless, but she's like covering herself with her hands. Yeah, Have she's you seen like holding one? her boobs. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those are the ones I'm talking about. Okay, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't know. She's yeah, just, I can. Her Instagram that. is cringy. It is interesting because there's just there looks like there's so much going on in her head mm-hmm. and and it's just I don't know. I hope that. I don't know. It's just there, it's sad, and I'm sure that it doesn't help the toll that the level of stress and emotional baggage that this whole conservatorship is even causing to her. Like it's it's probably causing more harm than it is good. Yeah, I, I can point. see that. And there is also another belief that her social media is handled by other people, like they're forcing her or making her like post these yeah, things make it and cringy. Yeah, and like. There's one, I think if you scroll back far enough, there's a post where she's talking about she's she's going to come out with a new campaign called the Rose Foundation or something like that. I don't know if you if you heard of that one. I don't remember. I don't recall that. No. Okay. It was like a whole another conspiracy thing where people were saying that the Rose is a sign for help and like people were reading so much into it. And then I was like, it just yeah. kind of disappeared. So I don't know. I, uh, I yeah. As it's, far as the social media goes, I mean, that could go either way. I mean one who's taking these pictures it's probably her boyfriend but i mean oh, the videos also, are just awful too like i mean the like whoever edits them it's just so sad it's just bad well like the it's makeup's bad. all her makeup's usually all runny and her hair it's all like not done and whatever it's just it, it is cringy it is cringy i'm telling you guys it's cringy um so and so i it, my coso will take away would have and you're like and probably people are thinking like what could possibly be your cousin <laughs> but pretty much what i what i said about how i don't believe that her conservatorship is is fair or justified anymore at all um if ever but i can't imagine i can't i can't imagine putting my sister through that kind of situation and if you've heard the episode where i spoke about my sister and her mental health and what she was going through i just even still can't imagine just someone giving me the power to control her like that her entire life like from her diet to her, her daily routines like i just could never i could never do it and i think I, w- I would never do it ever i feel like at the at that point you're just taking away the one thing that that we as human beings should rightfully rightfully possess and that's free will I, I'm not. I'm not here for it. I'm not. I could never. Would never. And you should never be able to do something like that to somebody who is just going through a hard time. You just at that point throw him in a cage and throw away the key at that point. So that's just yeah. That's my cosa will take away for that. Yeah, I think my cosa will my cosa will take away would be s- similar to yours. Um, as much as I like to have control of projects and just events and like be in control of a lot of things, I would never want to have control over someone else's life. It's inhumane. A medical condition I can get, 
like I understand but it's just not normal to control someone's every detail in their day-to-day life I mean it's it's not it's that's sick if some people get a joy off of that and the sad thing about it is in this case in this situation people are making money off of her people are making money off of an individual so I was like that's that's not that's not that's sick I mean I'm just gonna go flat out say it but yeah that's that is sick Mm -hmm. it's just not it's not right it's not right so yes that i think do you have sorry what no no i was gonna say so that pretty much covers majority of episode 32 right that does yeah the season finale on my uh, yes it was an exciting season finale what better (laughs) way to end the episode i mean this season than to talk about the princess of pop um but yeah be sure to check out our show and any major streaming platform like apple Podcasts and spotify and also rate and subscribe because that really helps us out if you want a season two now is the time to do it now is the time to share to talk to your friends about it um hopefully that we can just keep building on what we've been doing i'm so proud of, of what we've been doing I think that we've only gotten better. I think that our subjects have only been more interesting and so forth. So I'm very happy, very proud of of what we've been doing so far. Yeah, season one has been a fun journey, a fun learning journey for me as well, because I have been learning some stuff here and there. I know your frustration with me on trying to set the mic and trying to make the get the levels right and everything. Yeah, I know. You, it's you'd fun think for you. 32 episodes later, you'd have it down. <laughs> I mean, you would on. think. <laughs> there's, I know, there's, there's plenty of YouTube that I'm going to be watching while we're doing this little break. Yeah, but um, yeah, with... Yeah, I did, didn't I? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, with that being said, make sure you follow us on social media. Uh, you can follow us uh, using the at Kosovo Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And keep using our hashtag, and uh, you'll find out what we're talking about, I guess, in the next month or so. Maybe in September, maybe in October. Who knows? We'll see how we'll see how our audience acts. I mean, because we'll see, we'll see how long you can take that tease for. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, thank you guys so much for listening to Kosovo, and you will hear us sooner than later. Bye, guys. See ya.